We are at it again. I'm John Kuzmo from endzoneblog.com's Across the Middle show. We're going to start today with the Sean McVay story. So I just have to be honest with you guys. I don't know if I can look at Sean McVay the same way anymore. Just because, you know, Sean McVay has made all these messed up decisions. You know, he's a great offensive mind. Nobody can take that away from him. But look what Sean McVay just did to Jared Goff. Look what he did to Todd Gurley and and Dominican Sue. So eventually the other players in that locker room are going to start to notice how the Rams operate, how Sean McVay does business, how Les Snead does business. And that can't be good for morale because if you know, Todd Gurley and Jared Goff can get stabbed in the back. That means those other players can get stabbed in the back at any moment as well. And, you know, those guys, you know, Todd Gurley and Jared Goff, they took the Rams to a Super Bowl not too long ago. The fact that none of them are on the roster anymore is, you know, a little concerning. And sure, you know, people will say, you know, they overpaid for Todd Gurley, they overpaid for Jared Goff, those guys weren't good enough, and the decision to assign them to those big contracts really hurt the Rams. But, you know, to turn the page on them so quickly when everything was just going so well, I don't know if that's the right decision because it just it creates a lot of inconsistency and there's a lack of trust because no one really feels like the the front office or the head coach is being held accountable for their decisions you know if it's always on the players to be the fall guy and Sean McVay always gets left off the hook and you know the Rams were a good team they went to the playoffs they won a playoff game they're a good team but Sean McVay has been dominated by Kyle Shanahan. You know, Kyle Shanahan has been much better. I think Kyle Shanahan is better at managing relationships. You know, Sean McVay, great offensive mind. Nobody can take that away from him. Doesn't seem to be a people person. You know, I love his X and O's. I love his offensive creativity and his execution. His zone blocking is amazing. He does a such he does such a good job of coaching up the fundamentals that his linemen, when they slide left or right, you know, they have perfect spacing every time. They're perfectly synchronized, and, you know, the gaps aren't too big, so the defenders can't shoot the gaps. You know, their zone blocking is great. That helped Cam Akers make a lot of plays in that playoff win over the Seahawks. But if Sean McVay is just going to keep scapegoating everybody, you know, Wade Phillips was scapegoated. Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, and Dominican Sue didn't get brought back. Brandon Cooks got shipped out. Sammy Watkins got shipped out. I mean, at, at some point, it has to fall on Sean McVay's shoulders. And if this whole Matthew Stafford thing doesn't work out, I think Sean McVay and Les Snead are going to have to pack their bags because they're going to be out of there. The next topic we got up, 
is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers' high-scoring offense is hoping for their best game in the Super Bowl. Now, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the Super Bowl odds, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the underdog, which isn't too surprising because the Chiefs are the defending Super Bowl champions. But let's be honest, the Buccaneers have been on a hot streak. They've scored at least 30 points in their last six games. And against the Packers, they were able to do it without Antonio Brown. So this Buccaneers offense is playing great. And, you know, if they want to be able to beat the the Kansas City Chiefs, they're going to have to have a fast start. You know, Tom Brady had a fast start against the Green Bay Packers, and then he started to cool off a little bit in the second half, had some interceptions. But if he can have a fast start again in the Super Bowl, that's going to give the Buccaneers a shot at upsetting Kansas City. Because let's not forget in that first game, these two teams already played each other in the regular season. And in that first game, you know, Kansas City got out in front to a 17-0 lead. It's so tough to come back from 17-0 because when you're in the 17-0 rut, you have to claw and scratch your way back into the game. That's tough to do when you're going against an elite opponent like the Chiefs. So Tom Brady has to start faster. He can't wait as long to get up to speed as he did in that first game. Eventually, Kansas City would win 27 to 24, so it was a very slim margin of victory once the final whistle blew. But to go down 17-0 and think you're going to come back and beat the Chiefs is just not very likely. Now, if it was 7 to 7 at halftime or 21 to 21 at halftime, then you got a much better shot. But, you know, 17-0 to after the first quarter, I think it was, it was just uh, a hole that the Buccaneers got themselves into. They have to avoid that same situation this weekend in the Super Bowl. Like I said, the fast start, we saw what it did for the Buccaneers in the NFC Championship game. Can Tom Brady do it again? Can he show up Patrick Mahomes? Is he saving, you know, that four or five touchdown game for the Super Bowl? That's what the Buccaneers need from him. And he also has to protect the football. He has to avoid cooling off. If Tom Brady has his best game and that Buccaneers offense has their best game, that's, you know, the path for the Buccaneers. Tom Brady has to facilitate that offense. It wasn't easy for him in the regular season when they played the Chiefs. Can he, you know, improve in this second performance? Remember, Brady and the Buccaneers lost to the Saints twice in the regular season, beat them in the playoffs. So they're capable of making adjustments. They're actually really good at making adjustments. That's a a big reason why the Buccaneers are where they are right now. Tom Brady is used to being in these situations. He's gone against... Patrick Mahomes plenty of times, especially when he was back in New England. He understands just how good he has to be to just keep up with Patrick Mahomes. But there's no denying Brady's very capable of outshining Mahomes. You know, 
he's thrown for 500 yards in Super Bowls, in one Super Bowl, I should say. I think it was the year Brady lost to the Eagles. I think he had like 500 yards in that game. So he can go flat out bombs away. He'll have to do that against the Chiefs. I'm John Kuzma. Check out endzoneblog.com.